0: You're listening to The Breakfast Show with Blake and Lawson. Shell also here in the studio with us as well, too. Chiming in with their Wisconsin baseball jersey shirt. I'm loving it. And mm-hmm. It's super cool. Uh, Lawson, mm-hmm. I want to read a few text messages. Okay. Uh, but Or do you want to do a quiz clue
1: first? Let's do a let's quiz. Do, let's, let's do, do the quiz, quiz first. Yeah. yeah. Our next clue for the quiz. Here we go. The next clue for the quiz reads simply, I am a doctor. <laughs> and that's it. I am a doctor. So this person was a doctor. They uh, they wrote letters addressed to Theophilus. If you know who this is, 0491-064-669 is the number to call or text. Mm. And if you call that text or text that number with the correct answer, you'll go into the drawer to win the sanctuary in salvation, and salvation, the sanctuary pure and simple, Christ in your sanctuary, and the sanctuary service. You'll get two of those four amazing books we'll give them to you for free so hey zero four nine one zero six four six six nine we're having our draw at eight forty five. So this is your last opportunities to get it's in. 40 minutes away mm. are you prepared i mean i am i am but the excited. listeners the listeners have you better sure get, your, time to be get prepared. your
0: points in there for mm-hmm. sure uh i just wanted to say too, uh kayla close guess that was close mm-hmm. uh this this guy wrote for him or about him, I guess would be a, probably a better way to say that. so good good guess Caleb not the correct answer exactly but keep keep going on keep trying there. but I will say uh, D you got the answer correct with a little mm. doctor in front of it as well too A little mm. physician uh, reference <laughs> like Dr blank MD you know? yeah <laughs> she didn't quite go that far but good job close. Mm. Uh, Suzanne, you text in Lawson. Keep promoting the original diet God gave us. So good to hear a young guy enthusiastically talking this up regularly. Look at you,
1: Amen. Some Amen. Good stuff. And that's why I do it because God gave it to us, and it is good for us. Absolutely. I'm
0: look. I got to be honest. I'm way more vegetarian, vegan than I ever was in my life. Mm-hmm. Like actually, that's not true. When I first became an Adventist about 15 years ago, I was actually a vegan for a couple of years. Like really? Yeah, for like hardcore. You? Uh huh. I no, was I'm just kidding. <laughs> and it was good. It is. Here's here's some things that I've found. It's very hard to travel and be vegan. Like I've, I've really i really struggled.
1: J- I want to go to Japan at the start of next year to go snowboarding. Yeah. Okay. And I'm struggling, but luckily I'm going with people, so they'll be able to. Like I'm I'm actually. Cause I just got, I just know Japanese people, bro. Like in every area I can go to, I can, I can meet up with people and, and whatnot. And so I can get them to translate for me and ask for vegan food. So shout out those guys. Hold on. Let me just pause here real quick. Mm.
0: You're going to get Japanese people to translate for you. You already know them, correct? Yeah. Okay. So I was like, I thought you were meaning, I just rock up in Japan huh. Then we talk in Japanese, but then I get them to translate for me to other Japanese people about, and these are people that you didn't know. Either. No, no, these okay. are people that I know. Okay. yeah, That makes more sense because that was a weird way to
1: describe it yeah. in my head. It's actually, it's so cool. Like it's, it's a reflection of working at the university and literally, you know, cause people like, especially international students, they're in and they're out, you know. True. And they go home, and usually they'll put something up on Instagram, like, you know, I had a great time. And I'll text them, like, oh, you know, have a great time back in Japan. And almost every single one of them is like, hey, Lawson, when are you coming to Japan? Tell me when you come, because then, you know, come to my city, and I'll show you what's up.
0: I've been eating a lot of different types of food lately. One Mm -hmm. of them is actually Brazilian food. And there's this thing called feijoada. You ever heard of feijoada? Yeah. It's like essentially rice and beans. It's but here's the thing amazing every single dish of feijoada is different why they don't use like one single recipe so every like every feijoada okay so what i'm kind of understanding here is like brazilian lunch is like the biggest and most important meal of the day Mm. but it's always just like a little bit of this a little bit of that like a little little if the koreans would say bibimbap kind of Mm. thing you know like all of it mixed up uh Mm -hmm. and then in uh, Zimbabwe, they call it Mabudara Bwidibo, which is everything mixed all up in a pot. Uh-huh. Okay. But this feijoada idea is it's the same dish done differently and uniquely from each and every person. And wow. so you actually have like the same quote lunch every day but it's different every
1: day at the same time it's kind of interesting so so you'd have it's like a like, base of
0: rice and beans but then all the little salad and the seasonings and the so you'd have like a blake feijoada
1: and a lawson fejuana. I,
0: I think so look i'm not a i'm not a feijoada dude, expert are you brazilian uh, i am not brazilian mm. either but I, it's something that i'm learning about and i'm like oh this is actually pretty cool stuff dude that's awesome another thing that's cool is ama you got the name correct for the clue. Mm-hmm. Uh, James, you also got the clue answer correct, so you're going to be in there. Uh, we've got an. Uh, this is from David. Just on the previous message about China, I think we should continue the these things, continue talking about it rather than moving into the next part of the show. It's more important than quizzes. To be fair, if you want to talk to me more about my opinion, you can message me back. Okay, David, I agree with you. That was a really good uh, he's talking about the interview that I was having yeah. with uh, Tony Benjamin. I, I love it. Honestly, mm-hmm. we actually even gave probably an extra two, two minutes on there as well, too. Mm-hmm. It's good. I, here's what I'll do, David. Uh, I'm going to talk to Tony again and see if we can get him on, uh, early next month or as early as mm-hmm. possible, because clearly he is definitely talking about some stuff that we need to hear about. So I appreciate you. Mm-hmm. I appreciate your feedback and I appreciate what you're saying because it's important. We need to know what's happening. Uh, mm-hmm. Thanks for that David. I appreciate that. Here we got another text message. Uh this is from D. She says I come from a country where ortho, where the Orthodox Church is very strong and Adventism was looked upon as a sect or like a like a cult mm. um, some people would say. In that environment my faith has been much more stronger than when I came here. Uh when I came here where anything goes, quote unquote. Mm. Where there's persecution the church grows. God bless from D. Mm, absolutely. It is very interesting that as the, the the cold press pushes down onto the olives, mm. you get the olive oil, mm-hmm. right? And so like the good stuff, the pure stuff that comes out of the pressure, you know, look at a coal, it can turn into a diamond under mm. that kind of pressure as well too. Now, you don't want to be presumptuous and just dive headfirst into a difficult situation and be like, I'm going to be better because of this, but to be faithful to God regardless of your situation and no matter what happens, to say, Come what may, we will still follow you. It reminds me of uh Daniel actually. Mm-hmm. Well which we're, we're gonna study about Daniel here in just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um we're actually gonna talk about not buying or selling. This is a very interesting uh topic uh this morning about what the Bible says towards the end of time. Mm-hmm. And so it's a very, very different thing. And David says thanks Blake. Well David, thank you for your honest feedback and we do want to get uh, we definitely want to get Tony back in. He's a is a great guest, a really good interview. And uh, David, you might also be interested on Monday. Justin Lawman will be with us uh, doing a prophecy and politics interview as well, too, where prophecy meets current day and current events, uh, politics happening as well, too. So that's mm-hmm. our our interview in the morning there every every day is around that like seven thirty five time. Mm-hmm. So just be prepared
1: for that, David. I think you're going to enjoy that. Mm. What are we gonna say? Oh, going to say? absolutely. No, I can. Uh, I can appreciate what David was saying. He he said, "Oh, you know, rather than rather than quizzes, like th- this information is so important." And I think on of FM in the morning show, we're trying to have a show that can really appeal to the wants and to the needs of people, and we run a quiz because we're actually giving people the opportunity to learn more about God through the prizes of our quiz. But that that all being said, we definitely we definitely value looking at what's happening in the world, and but also seeing how Christ is working. In the for world, sure. seeing how the church is growing and and seeing the people who are responding to the gospel. And it's we think it's incredibly important. That's why we talk about it. Do you know Megantha? Of course. Okay, so Megantha was talking to me. She's come on here
0: and filled in uh, for Shell a couple times in production. Mm. She's helped out. She works in the communications here in the office. And uh, she was like, every time we do the prize for the Conflict of the Ages series, mm. she's like, I want that prize so bad <laughs> and so it's very interesting i've had a number of comments about people who do really enjoy the prizes as well mm. too so it's a it's a mixed it's a mixed keller you know mm-hmm. like different people like different things but i think david is is correct there are some conversations that need to be had Yeah, they're pressing which issues. is why david we are actually increasing the show by an hour starting on june 1st wow so prepare yourself we'll have some more time for those interviews. I think they're going to be 20-minute interviews instead of 15-minute interviews mm-hmm. as well too. So, keep that in mind David. Things are happening. It's going to be good. Don't worry. Let's ju- let's dive into our 20 million movement Bible study that mm-hmm. people are studying all around the world. So, go get your Bibles. And let's get into the scriptures. All right. You're listening to The Breakfast Show. Contact us on 0491-064-669. All right. I'm going to read Daniel chapter 12, verse 1. Lawson, will you go to Revelation chapter 13 and wait for me there? Mm -hmm. The reason I ask you to go to Revelation 13 is a lot of people don't realize this, but Revelation the book unlocks the book of Daniel. So when we talk about prophecy and vice versa. And vice versa. Mm. So if you understand if you want to understand the book of Daniel, you got to read the book of Revelation. Mm. If you want to understand the book of Revelation, you got to read the book of Daniel. Absolutely. They go hand in hand back and forth, kind of like two hands and their fingers are interconnected. Just like this. I know mm. you, our listeners can't see, but you can, Lawson. Okay, yeah. And then the the fingers are interlocked, and they create a very strong connection to give mm. us insight, wisdom, and understanding in all things prophecy and future related.
1: It's essentially, we see prophecy from the Old Testament perspective. We see, uh, not prophecy, because there is prophecy in the Old and New Testament that extend further than the book of Daniel. But Daniel, you have the... Old Testament version of the Apocalypse, and Revelation is the New Testament version. Now, I don't want to call them two different versions because they're very much the same. Mm-hmm. They're talking about the same things. But it's, it's yeah, giving the people before Jesus came a view of the end of the world, giving the people after Jesus came a view of the end of the world. And we sit here 2,000 years after Revelation was written as the beneficiaries of that information, being able to marry them together.
0: You know, it's, it's good that you say that, beneficiaries of that information. That's exactly what we are. Mm. We are uh benefactors we we have been given this beautiful gift that mm. gives us calmness assurity and understanding like look let me be clear the world's about to get real bad mm. real quick like it, it's you know we the spb bank just collapsed mm. you know and that's i think that's really the beginning of multiple things i think that's that's like watching the how do i say this Let's say there's a group of kayakers, mm-hmm. and their leader is taking them down a river. Mm-hmm. The leader has just fallen off the waterfall, Oof. and the rest of the kayaks are looking, "Where would our leader go?" And they're like, "Oh, he fell down that waterfall. Let's paddle backwards to escape." Ah, it's too late. Mm-hmm. You're, it's going to happen. So there's a there's a, a financial crisis afoot, mm-hmm. and things are about to get. I believe. Very intense. Mm. And that's just one of the things that is going to impact really the signs of the times towards the end of everything and towards the return of Jesus. Now we're going to talk about the return of Jesus. I want to read from the book Daniel chapter 12, verse 1, that says from the Bible, At that time Michael shall stand up, the great prince who stands watch over the sons of your people, and there shall be a time of trouble such as never was since there was a nation, even to that time. And at that time your people shall be delivered, everyone who is found written in the book. Now this is a reference to the very end of time. This is a reference to the time of persecution. Uh, some people would uh, call it, I've, I've, what, what is the word? Uh, it's tribulation. Mm-hmm. That's the word. I was like trying to think, what is that word that people call that sometimes? Uh, some people reference that the tribulation before the rapture, right? Mm. Uh, but there's nothing secret about the rapture. There's nothing secret about the second coming of Jesus. we mm. read in First uh, Thessalonians uh, chapter 4. The only thing we don't know is the day, day or of the hour. hour. But it's going to be loud and big, mm. and everyone is going to see it. Every eye Absolutely. shall see it. Now, talking about the end of this time, considering these troublesome times that are fast approaching i want us to look at the book of revelation and chapter 13 and can you read for 11 to 17 now i might stop you a couple times but let's get it all the way to 17
1: yeah i think just before we get into it, a little bit of an overview of revelation chapter 13 in chapter 12 11, revelation like 12 begins kind of a new perspective essentially of like recounting history you know, up until that, up till chapter 11, we have lots of prophecy there. And then Revelation chapter 12 starts uh, what you would call a parenthetical section. So in Revelation 12, we see a real history of the church, a history of sin, all of those things. And then we come to Revelation 13, it talks about these two beasts that are at the end of time. And it's basically the Bible goes through and explaining the symbology. It says, hey, these beasts are actually nations at the end of time. And then we come to Revelation 13. And the second half, verse 11, and it's this last superpower that will be a persecutory power against God's people. You know, the last earthly superpower that will persecute God's people. So, we come to 13 and verse 11, where the Bible says, Then I saw a beast come up out of the earth. He had two horns like those of a lamb, but he spoke like the voice of a dragon. Let's just pause.
0: So much is happening right there.
1: That's just just so much,
0: right? Now... When the other beasts come in Daniel chapter two. Oh well no no, that's that's well all of the book of Daniel is like repeat and enlarge. Yeah, but in Daniel Chapter seven. Right. So the the beasts that reference the Daniel two statue, the beasts, where do they come up out of? The sea. Yeah, the waters, right? Mm -hmm. The many waters. Now, prophetically speaking, we we can Go through and and recognize that many waters actually represents many people.
1: Yeah, that's Revelation seventeen fifteen. It just simply says the waters which he saw were peoples, nations, kindreds, and tongues.
0: Perfect. So, but this beast comes out of the earth. Yeah. So if waters are a super populated area, Mm -hmm. it would stand to reason that Earth is a unpopulated area. Yeah, we see the
1: opposite. You know, one is coming out of great vast population. the the other is is not.
0: Is not. So whatever this beast is, this beast coming up out of the earth, he had two horns like a lamb but spoke like a dragon. Now, I like to think of this beast looking a little bit like a bison. Mm -hmm. You know, the American buffalo? Mm -hmm. Uh, And the reason I think it looks a little bit like that is because this – because bisons are scary, right? But it has a lamb like horns – Right, but they're they're not—they're lamb-like. But the problem is, it's how he speaks Mm. that's more difficult. Like this is how—how this is how I always imagine this beast: this big old thing that oh, it's kind of lamb-like, but man, it's a beast. It's huge, right? And it's coming up out of the land, Mm. this unpopulated area, which would be the new world, Mm. right? It would be a reference to all the other beasts come out of the populated area around the Mediterranean. And Europe and all these nations as well. And then all of a sudden
1: you've got this beast coming out of America, right? Yeah. But what we see here, the identifying characteristics of this beast, the fact that it mentions that it's lamb-like, particularly in a book of Revelation that is, you know, when we see descriptions given, it's like, well, why is that given? It's just a few verses earlier. It talks about the lamb who was slain from the foundation of the world. Mm -hmm. That's Revelation 13 and verse 8. And the question is, well, who is that?
0: Well, it's, Jesus. it's Jesus.
1: Yeah, for yeah sure. universally Jesus is recognized as a lamb, a shepherd, all kinds of things. But a lamb a lamb is used a number of times within the book of Revelation to signify Jesus. And in the next chapter in fourteen, it's actually you see a lamb standing on Mount Zion. It's talking sure. about Christ Himself. So this beast has
0: the qualities and similarities of a lamb, and it looks like a lamb, but the problem is
1: it, it speaks, speaks like speaks like like a dragon, like a dragon. Now who's the dragon? That's well, the enemy, the satan. Yeah, it's Satan. Satan. You yeah, know, the, the Bible makes that. And, and this serpent is the thing: we're staying within the Book of Revelation, and it's like, if you just go back the chapter to chapter twelve, it's like the devil that's the great dragon, the devil, the serpent of old, Satan. Mm-hmm. So we can say, okay, this looks like a lamb, but it speaks, it communicates, it you know interacts like, like a, a dragon or like Satan. Like Satan, yeah. So let's keep reading in verse twelve here. So so basically, now
0: we're talking about a nation that's come Mm up, uh, and and historically speaking, we have established this. And we, for the sake of time, we got to keep running here. But like, Mm -hmm. this is America, like this Christian like nation, right? Mm -hmm. Which is real sad because I'm American, (laughs) and I'm like, oh, America, why'd you got to do that? Mm -hmm. Why got Why you got to go and do this, right? Mm -hmm. But this is, uh, and the, the two horns also. You know, upon further research as well, too, you can find basically are kind of the two pillars of the Christian Church in America, which is freedom of conscience and you know, essentially freedom of religion as well, too. You know, now those two things are being threatened even currently, right now. You don't, Mm. you don't get to think what you want to think anymore because that's offensive. And now Mm. that we're woke, we won't let
1: you say those things anymore. But it's, the, really, it's really yeah. interesting that this persecution comes from a lamb-looking beast that speaks like a dragon. True, true. So, and, and what we can see is that great persecution in the past of religion has come from religion itself. Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, probably the worst persecution in the world has come
0: from organizations that claim to be Christian mm. and mm-hmm. religious, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, not just Christian, but any religion that's organized and oppressive. Uh, mm. But Christianity has had its fair share.
1: And we can see that it's lamb-like, but simultaneously it is also has religious ambition. So we see the combining here of church and state, which has always led... Danger. ...to persecution. So it's a beast, like political power, it's lamb-like... But it's actually. Religious, but it speaks like a dragon. So that's what to expect. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM. Positively different.
0: Speaking of a Revelation deep dive... Let's get into this right after the quiz. We got a last quiz question, and then I want to keep going
1: in mm-hmm. verse twelve, Shout of out chapter ben, thirteen. Who got, got the, the answer, answer right? Yeah. right. But uh, our last clue for the quiz for this week, guys, you need to get in to win these prizes. All of our sanctuary books, which, by the way, is a heavy, predominant theme in the book of Revelation. If you want to understand Revelation, understand the sanctuary. No, yeah. and we want to and give vice you, versa. <laughs> you, absolutely, yeah. we want to give you the, the ability to do that. Uh, and our final clue is I wrote the third book of the New Testament and Acts. <laughs> if you know who it is, 0491 064 669. I know that there's people probably listening who might not know what it is, but we're really we're, we're throwing you a layup here. You have the You're, third book in the you, New you have the ability to crack open the Bible and and I hope you can count you know, yep, go one, find that one out. One, two, three, and you'll find the answer.
0: 27 books in the New Testament. It's the third it's one. It's
1: the third one. 491
0: The Bible says in Revelation chapter 13 and verse 12, we've just talked about the beast coming up out of the ground that's like a mm.
1: lamb but spoke like a dragon. Verse 12. It says, He exercised all the authority of the first beast, and he required all of the earth and its people to worship the first beast, whose fatal wound had been healed. So this beast comes up doing his thing and he
0: has all the same power as the first beast but then uses that power to make everyone worship the first beast. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if we have time to go into all the, the beasts. Yeah,
1: I, I don't think we necessarily have the time to get into the beast and identity and, and whatnot but I think what we can see, you know, we've been talking about it in our Bible study this week. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, when it when it comes to managing for the master, and specifically this week, looking at the challenges that might come with doing so, and as our Bible study's been called this week, managing in tough times, and it's like we're going to read about in regards to finances some tough times because it says here, firstly, it's like okay, there's this beast at the end of time, this great nation, superpower, and then. It is going to force you to worship the first beast, who the first beast in Revelation 13 is the Antichrist. Right. So it's like the second beast is going to kind of be the, the, it doesn't have anything new to share. It hasn't got, you know, some new, it's like, no, the Antichrist is already established. And now this is its enforcer to get you to worship the Antichrist on a political, religious front. It's important to remember, too, that the Antichrist
0: spirit is actually an entire, it's a nation itself. Yeah. Headed by one man, but it is a nation itself. Yeah. And so this same uh, beast power, the mm-hmm. second one from the land is going to have the same power mm-hmm. and authority as the first beast yeah. from the waters. Mm-hmm. That is the Antichrist as well too. But we should keep reading because the we're actually going into a totally different point.
1: Yeah. That we're going to bring up But it up continues here. on. It says, he did astounding miracles making Fire flashed down from uh, fr- down to the earth from the sky while everyone was watching. Now, I just want to quickly point out this verse because I have sat there with people before, and you read this verse, and you know it's like end of time prophecy, superpower. They're like, fire flashed down from the heavens. That must be nuclear bombs. <laughs> and these are, these are people who are like like Christians, mm. and they're like that. That doesn't sound like nuclear bomb like like that that well, that sounds like nuclear bombs kind of thing. And oh we live in the age of nuclear warfare. But again, we gotta think here, the symbols within Revelation are alluding back to stories of the Bible to help us understand what's going on here. And the only time that I can think of
0: fire well, there's a couple times, fire coming mm-hmm. down from heaven, there was Elijah on Mount mm-hmm. Carmel, which was a spiritual battle that was taking place. But in the New Testament, when Jesus leaves, I think this is the fire that appears to be coming down and the, with the second beast is those tongues of fire that mm. came down when the Holy Spirit was poured out. That's right. So this seems to me very similar to a false fire mm. that's coming down, or maybe it's a like,
1: false spiritual revival. It's like he did astounding miracles, even making fire flash down from the sky. Because I also, I think of the story of Elijah where he called down fire from heaven. It was essentially, they're having this battle to prove who's God's real, and the one who was real was the one who could bring fire from heaven. God... Brought fire from heaven, not the pagan gods of the the priests, and as a result, it led to the persecution and the killing of the priests of Baal. Now, it was pretty deserved because they had been sacrificing children and leading the nation astray. It was disgusting what they were doing, it is. and they they received their rewards and their justice for that. Whereas this is saying, again, in a counterfeit sense, oh, this this will be a counterfeit miracle which will have the same result. It will lead to the persecution. Of those who aren't participating in the worship of the first beast. But then it continues on and it says, And with all the miracles he was allowed to perform on behalf of the first beast, he deceived all the world who belonged to all the people who belonged to this world. He ordered the people to make a great statute. So it's, you know, a great uh, image. You know, image. Uh, he ordered the world to make a great image to the beast. He he deceived all the people. Oh, yeah, I've read that. It fatally wounded. You know, they make a statue to the first beast who was fatally wounded and, and come back. We don't have time to get into that. But then we read, He was permitted then to give life to the statue that it could speak. Then the statue of the beast commanded that everyone refusing to worship must die.
0: So, basically, if you don't worship the first beast, the... The, the Antichrist power, yeah. then you will be killed. You'll be persecuted like be a, by the second beast. That's right. So a second, uh, it'll be a death sentence. So no one's being killed yet, but there'll be a sentence declaring it to be so, that you would be. But then we get to this place <laughs> as well 16. too. Yeah, this is what we want to talk it about. It
1: says, He required everyone, small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead. And no one could buy or sell anything without that mark, which was either the name of the beast or the number representing his name.
0: So we need to recognize that when we're talking about the end of time, when we're talking about prophecy, when we're talking about the return of the Lord, right before this happens, there's going to be a persecution that is both a death threat to God's true people, but also, and this is important, a financial threat as well too. Not even a financial threat. They will cause them to no longer be able to buy or sell. So if you can't make a decision to pay tithe right now, how are you going to make a decision to follow God when you're not allowed to buy or sell? Yeah, And, th- and I guess that's really
1: the summation of yeah. this study. And this is, this is what we were talking about, I believe. It was, it was on Monday when you were away. It's essentially we can only manage in tough times in every sense because of our reliance on God. And that's something that you can start and practice today, relying on God with your money, your time, your finances, study, job, whatever it may be. You have the ability to start now because when push comes to shove, you know. But the amazing thing that we see is it's like, oh, you know, like you're not going to be able to buy or sell and it's going to be terrible and da, da, da. And then I love the chapter 14. Yeah. And it just. It's a three Which is
0: actually what we're going to talk about. Next quarter,
1: yeah, but it's we see the so we've got these beast powers persecuting, and then there's this God's response, essentially he's like, you know, but hey, you know, then I saw a lamb standing on Mount Zion with him hundred and forty four thousand. who had the father's name written on their forehead, so they don't have the mark of the beast, but rather they have the seal of God, and because they have the seal of God, they stand with Jesus and they're protected by Jesus. It's so important
0: for us as well when we talk about the seal and we talk about the mark of the beast. To not be bound to money Mm. on this earth right now, Mm. to not be slaves to our finances, Mm. but to be free Mm. and to recognize, Mm. yes, these are things that the Lord gives us as a blessing, praise the Lord for them, but they are not our masters. Only God is our master. You can't be, you can't serve two masters. You can't serve God and mammon. You have to make Mm. a decision to say, I'm going to serve God, come what may, no matter what, even if not, no matter what happens, I'm following Jesus because He is my only Master.
1: You're listening to the Breakfast Show podcast on Faith FM. Positively different.
0: We really got into some good juice of the Bible study today. Like that's Oof. that's the good stuff. I mm. was really enjoying that Bible study. We need to get into more juice like that. Uh, but I think we are next quarter. So we have one more week of a managing for the master. And the next quarter, we start a brand oh. new
1: Bible study guide. The, the Bible study guides of the three angels message. Now, that is a, a cool six verses yeah. in Revelation. But it, it, will, it will go for 13 weeks because <laughs> it is deep. It is powerful. Is it is the message that God has for his end time people. Which
0: is so exciting. Because we're living in those times. Absolutely. But, hey... And I can promise you this. We're a lot closer than the people that were a year ago. Well, a year <laughs> closer. Yeah, we're, we closer. Yeah, we are closer.
1: We are a lot closer than when uh, when Paul wrote... No, when John wrote the Tranta's message. But, hey... We're getting in trouble. We're getting in trouble because... Shell's like, out. I want to spin the wheel. Guys, it's time spin to spin that, that wheel. wheel. So, Shell, give it to us. Okay. It's spinning. I can hear it's it. It's racing. I actually can see it this time it's, on the screen. It's slowing oh. down. Ah! Oh. 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 And congratulations! Okay, we have a winner. Yeah. We're gonna get them on the phone. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna call them up. I, I want to say before we nah, you, can't. you can't say it. I want to say it. We will say it once we get them on the phone. But I've got impulse before, control issues. The, I I totally know how you feel. You got itching teeth? Is that it's what like, it is? Ah! But before we do, who was the answer for the quiz today, Blake?
0: Oh my boy! Dr. Luke. Dr. Luke. Dr. Luke. Absolutely. Ay, forget about it. Dude,
1: I, I love... Axe is my favorite book in the Bible. Yeah, true. And so I am a huge fan of Luke. But guess what? We've got our winner on the phone. Shout out, Amma. Are you there with us? Yes, I am. This is so cool. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. Congratulations. Now, we have to ask you. So Yo, we're doing something special with our quiz for this week. You get to choose. So yeah. I'm gonna read out the books and you can let me know what you would be interested in. Is that all right? Yes. Okay, so Emma, you can get The Sanctuary and Salvation by Roy Gain, The Sanctuary Pure and Simple by Kenneth Cox, Christ in his Sanction, Sanctuary by Ellen G. White, or The Sanctuary Service by ML Andreason. So Sanctuary Salvation, Sanctuary Pure and Simple, Christ in his Sanctuary, Sanctuary Service. How how are you feeling? What's what's the first the, one that comes to your mind? The first one, Sanctuary Salvation. Yeah, that's a good one. Oh, like that I that a is book. a fantastic one of my book. Okay, and then for book number two, do you want me to read the options out again? Or yes. You... Okay, so we've got the Sanctuary Pure and Simple by Kenneth Cox, Christ in His Sanctuary by Ellen G. White, or the Sanctuary Service by M. L. Andreason. Uh, by Ellen G. White. Oh, Christ in His Sanctuary. Nice move. Amazing. Hey, Emma, where are you from? I'm from Ghana. Ghana. Yes.
0: Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. And, and you're... Are you listening in Ghana?
1: I'm listening from Bendigo. Oh, Bendigo. Bendigo. Beautiful Bendigo. Amazing. So down there in Victoria, how, how long have you been in Victoria for, from Ghana? Um, 19 years. Oh, okay. Oh. You're a local. You Are you an Australian yes. citizen? Yes, I am. Oh, she's, a, she's an Just Australian. Just like me. Welcome. Because yes. I did the same thing. I've been here for maybe
0: 16, almost 17 years. And yes. man, isn't it a great country? Isn't Australia awesome?
1: It is amazing. I love it. <laughs> Praise I, God. Yeah, that's but so guess cool. what? what? I used to live in Newcastle. I went to Newcastle Uni. So, oh, also- really? <laughs> and now we're there getting the ministry yes, I done. did. Wow. Amazing. <laughs> Emma, well, I, I, what, what were you studying there at Newcastle Uni? I did Commerce and Law. Commerce nice. and Law? I, mean, yeah. I know who I'm going to go talk to when I need some commerce. Dude, when law, we need some information. Help. when when we get persecuted by the government for like, s- speaking the Emma! truth.
0: Have <laughs> <"Emma>, help us. <laughs> hey, quick question as well too. How long have you been listening to Faith FM?
1: Just in the last year. Okay. I literally stumbled upon it on the on the radio in the car, and I loved it. I've loved it so much. And oh, now yeah, you're wow. reaping
0: the the sweet rewards of Faith yes. FM here yes. this morning.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Emma, amazing. Thank you so much for joining us on the show and congratulations on winning as well those two books and we'll get that out to you as soon as we can. Thank you so much. Make sure you Have keep listening.
0: Make sure you keep listening and keep texting in as well, too. we love to hear yeah, from you. Absolutely. Yes.
1: Thank you so much. Emma, Bye. see you later.
0: Oh, amazing.
1: Dude, that doesn't that just make you happy?
0: It does because she is a fellow Australian, just like me. Uh-huh. But we've come from different parts of the world uh-huh. and we've come over here and then we've gone. Oh, my. My. What a beauty. Bendigo. We've just, like, like, come to Australia and realized this is the best country to live. Absolutely. And and I'll stand by that. Like, look, here's the deal. Here's the deal. I love America. It's fun. But I love Australia to live. Mm. So America is, like, the place that you go and visit, and then you go... (gasps) Whew, okay, I'm going back home to Australia, and it's just this beautiful country. And mm. it's so crazy because all Americans, and this is to a T, mm-hmm. Americans are like, um, oh, like, down there in um, Australia, man, everything can kill you. You got them snakes and them spiders, <laughs> and, and now we got them blue ring octopuses, and they're going to get you, going to get you, going to kill. It's a dangerous, mm. dangerous place. And I'm just like, no, 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 you don't understand. Like, yeah, all the animals want to kill you all the time, mm. but... Just stay in the air conditioning. You'll be fine.
1: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, actually,
0: get out and look at the Outback. It's Dude, beautiful. <laughs> and
1: just make sure the snakes don't, you know, climb up your pants or anything like that. What? Well, yeah. that's, that's the kind of stuff that happens in the Outback. That bro. is some scary stuff, for it's sure. It's actually, it's crazy. I know like, a
0: guy got bit by, like, by a, what, what is it called? A taipan? Yeah. I don't know why I'm talking like that now. Yeah. I don't know, man. Top pan? Um, yeah. He got bit, like, six times by a taipan, but he was literally on the front door of a hospital. Up in um, Queensland. That is so. Just sitting there, and he's like, bam, 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 oh. bam, bam, because the taipans are like real. But they can hook him up straight away, and then he just literally was like, uh
1: and then they dragged him, and then put the anti-venom into him, and he lived. Praise God! <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Praise God! And and for Emma as well, it sounds like you know she's come from. She's Ghanaian, I think they they call them Ghanaian. Ghanaian. I don't know. Yeah, but she's she's come over from Ghana. She's from Ghana. Them law and commerce and now she's getting it done what a perfect
0: what a perfect thing to study for our bible study today law and commerce just nailed it yeah talk about
1: talk about good timing incredible well that was our quiz draw for this week hey tune in in the coming weeks you have so much opportunity to get in and win amazing prizes
0: Well, we got another week under our belt. It has been a beautiful one. And until next time, over the weekend, remember to talk faith, live faith, act faith, and you will grow strong in Jesus Christ. See you on Monday. God be with you till we meet again.
1: God be with you till we meet again. By his counsels, God uphold you. With his sheep securely fold you.